Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Coming to you on a Monday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs, baby face Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always my wizards of wagering my gurus of gambling my barons of betting my overlords of the odds the degenerate trifecta harry brother bry darren the parlay kid what is happening fellas what's going on sal how you doing sal what's going on buddy well there is so much going on that it has inspired i think my uh 11th cold of the year which uh and we're only in uh, what not even mid-april but masters nba playoffs this week fellas nhl playoffs Next week, Adesanya Pereira, Mets, Yankees, the Tampa Bay Rays, the greatest professional team of all time, apparently. I don't know. Um, succession? Success, we could talk succession. People are pissed mm. that last night's episode was spoiled. I don't know, Paula Kid. I don't know. Uh, what is, I feel like you really can't say anything spoiled anymore, especially if you're going to go on Twitter. You, you have to have to watch that night, right? You can't really say it's spoiled. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did. I don't say anything. Don't say anything. No, no, you, no. <laughs> no, you just said, whoa. Just, right. Wow. I just said, whoa. Wow. I, I, twice. I was obviously wow, watching twice. on East Coast time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, my thing was just succession. Wow. Right. That's it. You know, making basically saying, hey, make sure you watch this because yeah. so, something watch big it. is happening. Right. That's it. You, what, what do you mean? Don't if you if you don't want it to be spoiled, don't go on the internet. Definitely or, you don't know, go on Twitter. Or no don't talk gonna... around the water cooler. Uh, oh, whatever yeah. it is, you, you know that's you got to figure that out. That's it. But you, it's but you, you, Sal, you've done it before, right? I've done it a million times where I accidentally go on Twitter, right, or mm-hmm. something, and refresh, or I click on something from somebody all, else, and then I'm like, oh crap, right? Oh crap. <laughs> I was By like, the way, I'm t- about to of- offer an example of that, but now then I might think I'm spoiling something from eight years ago. So I'm not even sure if I could do that. <laughs> so I'm just, um, right. Can we do the Masters? Can we spoil the Masters? People should know, Paulie Kid, that John Rahm won the Masters at plus 950, right? That's not something we need <laughs> right. to wait two or three weeks for. Uh, pretty good comeback for Rahm. What was he, Harry, going into the last round? I, you know, obviously they, they finished off the third round Sunday morning on the West Coast, at least. And then the fourth round kicked off about 10 a.m. And uh, mm. and so I don't know. He was well, I know he was a uh, three under par and kept uh, who had the right. lead was three over par. Rom wins plus 950. I don't get any point. I think Rom was uh, four back at one point, then two to start the round and then uh, came back, made the comeback and did it. Yeah. Amazing. And everyone's very excited Amazing. because it took uh, the glory away from a live player. Meanwhile, three of the mm-hmm. sick top six were uh live golfers. So um, it's just a matter of time, everybody, before a live golfer wins one of these majors. Um, Phil Mickelson, maybe now the most notorious, especially, uh, certainly with me, because I had him to not make the top 10 and he won. <laughs> he almost, <laughs> wow. Almost won the thing. I mean, what are the. It's crazy because, I mean, honestly, that that tree fell on Friday. I wish it would have fallen on me before I turned in my master's bets. It was disgusting. He shot 65 in the fourth round. And here's what's interesting about it. Like, I don't know, maybe pumps himself up between the Saturday, Sunday thing or, uh, you know, he eats something different. Who the hell knows what goes on? He shot a 75 in the third round. He was terrible towards the end of the third round the same day and no crowd support. I think people now see him as the greediest of all. 
uh, where I actually want to cut the guy some slack because he's got taxes to pay and some uh, probably bookies, right? That are going to break his thumbs if he doesn't come through with some uh, massive payments. But, Bri, I don't know, 65 in the fourth round and no one there to follow him well, or cheer him. Like it's funny. I, you never really said that That I, I was trying to figure out what your Phil bet was. I just knew it was bad that he was doing well. I, I didn't actually realize it was top 10, not in the top 10, because right. that's a really bad bet. I mean, Six. bad beat. No, that's, that's a bad real. bet. Oh, it's both. It's, it's, it's <laughs> no, bad. That's bad. No, I would have bet him. Well, I would have bet him to not finish in the top ten either. I would have bet him first to probably. I know, uh, Cohorst liked him to be the, uh, the leader, right? For like yes. the senior guys. But I would have bet. That's the only bet he I won. Yeah, bet him yeah. to not make the cut. You know, I, you know the way, the right. way these tournaments go. So I mean, I thought that's a pretty decent bet. I mean, that's terrible going to that fourth round though. That you well, lost I had that. him. Well, actually, well but I had him. I think I probably made this Saturday afternoon, late Saturday. Okay. Well, whenever they called it Saturday, there was like a round and a half left. And I made two make the top, two not make the top 20, two make the top 20, two not make the top 10. I put like six guys together and he was 10th at the time. And so, but still minus like 450 to not make the top 10, right? Because everyone's like, well, he's going to fall apart. And he did in the third, and then just, I don't know what he got underneath that. We had a lot of bad bets. 500, 500 the last seven holes and the oh. figure when. Even he posted minus eight when he was done, posted minus eight. He was only two ahead of uh, uh, Rom at the time, where if Rom had still had seven holes left, if something happens badly, Mickelson at minus eight under could have won. He had like two makeable eagle putts. Like, sure. I was like, I'm dead. I can't. And uh, we all love that Corey Connors bet, top Canadian. He was one of the worst Canadians of all time. Mm. Uh, I included Nickelback in my discussion. Plus eight, <laughs> no cut, no chance. <laughs> It was a bet. It was tough. Tiger withdrew with Plantar Fasciata. Like, you couldn't even really make money betting against Tiger, though. Like, I guess you could bet his third round over 73 and a half or something. But he made the cut, right? So you lose that bet. It wasn't our typical uh, anti-Tiger thing, uh, parlay kid. But you came the closest in your uh, quest for a three-peat. I had the T-shirts all made up. It was going to say T-peat, parlay kid. And then the H and the R. We're going to be small, but it was T-E-E, like a golf thing for you because you had picked two Masters winners in a row. Vic Hovland tied for first, three-way tie for first after the first round. Came close, certainly the closest out of all of us, tied for seventh overall. Yeah, I mean, honestly, besides maybe the first 13 holes of day one and then a, a nice surge yesterday in the morning yeah. uh, in the uh, round three, uh, he was actually – probably less than average. He really wasn't that great. He was just great for about, uh, if you add it up, he was like great for like a, a one round of play and then probably below average for the other uh, three rounds of play, if you want to say it, something like that. Um, yeah, it, it came the closest, I guess. Uh, you know, yeah. it was, was eight under at one point before a double bogey put him at six under. Uh, and he never really recovered from that uh, yesterday. Look, this is what I'm saying. It's it's torture betting on golf, guys. It's stupid. <laughs> I don't know why. It, guys, you sit around. You, you you don't even see your guy playing like 90% of the time, right? All right, that, yeah. That, you know, if you, you're like, where is – how's he doing? You're checking your phone. Your phone's always a little bit behind, right? It's right. always – you're never getting the, like, the real live update. So you might as well just sit there, watch the TV until – yeah. Uh, the name comes across the screen at some point, or they quick flash to him, and you know you don't. Then you're kind of just seeing maybe something that already happened, 
Uh, very rarely are you seeing something maybe live in the moment unless you got one of the top guys that are finishing up. I don't well, know. That's it's, the it's, thing. You it's needed, kind you, of torturous. You had to one watch of the top guys. guys. You had one it's of the torturous. top guys. You can't tell the time me for me. that this is a fun <laughs> bet. You cannot tell me. That is fun uh, to bet these guys. If I couldn't even tell you, you what a fun bet is. I, I really don't know anymore what a fun it's bet is. It's not fun. It's not fun betting golf. You can't really enjoy it. I'm sorry. If Harry, you're there, it's um, different. I could follow the golfer around. I could yeah. follow. That would be fun. Watching it on TV, it's just torture. Like, you don't, it stinks trying to watch it and, well, and, and, and having bets on it. Uh, about his guy, them ever showing his guy. Zalatoris didn't even tee off. We covered that on Friday's uh, podcast. But there is something pleasant to that, uh, not having to watch your guy. Um, my guy he's was out, out, too. He's out for the season, too. Oh, Zalatoris. is he done? Yeah. He's oh, having really? Out now. Surgery. Wow. Back, back surgery. He's out for the oh, year. Oh, that's no good. That's no yep. good. Uh, but 120 pounds soaking wet, that guy. And done with back injury. <laughs> season. That's what happens. Crazy. Uh, better is, than Brian. Is he carrying his own <laughs> clubs? That might be it. That's, the clubs definitely weigh more. Nuts. Cam Smith came in 34th. That was my pick. Brian, you had Morikawa, top 10. Uh, strong performance, but never really in the yeah, running that's to the win. Thing. He was yeah. just never really in it. But I did. I bet the problem was I bet Morikawa. I bet him top five. I mm-hmm. I I didn't bet him top 20, top 10. I bet him top five. I bet him like first after Ram and Kepke after like the first day. Like, oh, so, um, yeah, that's yeah so I lost, I well, lost. A bunch it's hard to believe we didn't cover bed aches already, but it is time to deep dive into the collectively <laughs> crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. It's a bad All right, let me see here. Let me look at my uh, laundry list of uh, terrible bet. I can go uh, tripling up on the Dodgers over the weekend. I can go Phil to not make top 10. I already talked about that. Arsenal blowing a 2-0 lead. That's all good stuff. All right, mm. let's stick with golf. A couple more minutes with golf. Rory McIlroy to make the cut. Now, I have been, Bri, you know this, and I think you're right there behind me. I've been on the wrong side of this guy for years. If I need him on a Sunday to come through, it just never, ever happens. If I need him to lose to whoever I have winning, holding a lead, that's not happening. I have a make a cut parlay, which the books, by the way, never used to allow. You could never parlay guys to make the cut. And then they're like, what the hell are we doing? These never win. Why don't we put those out there? Yeah, of course you can make a a parlay with the golfers to make the cut. And so I had Rom, I had Scheffler. I had Morikawa, I had Cantlay, and I had Rory, and uh, that's it. <laughs> 72 first round, hanging in there. Just need him to par the last three. Bogey 16 on a four-foot putt that doesn't even sniff the cup. I think it was like four inches from the cup on either side. It was like a wild misread, and then punctuates with a bogey on 18. I really hate him. I know, like not personally, although I probably hate him personally, too, if I hold out with him for three minutes, but in terms of athletes that are going to suck large amounts from my bank account, whether tailing or shorting, he's the one. And I'm trying to figure it out. When is he going to retire? He's 33. I, I think I have like another like 15 years of this, brother Bry. Wait, it's is he terrible. really only 33? He's 33 mm. years old. Oh he's my god! Be around. I thought he was older than up. that. Yeah, we talked no. about this. I think we did a segment on this like two years ago in terms of worst athletes to bet on. And yeah. Rory to me. Has always been the worst. I've actually stopped doing that because I would I would say normal like the last couple of years I probably would have done to not make the cut for Rory, but then he's killed me that whatever way you like you sure. said whatever way. The, I think all of us. The only way you can bet Rory, I think I found this last year is on Sundays. If he's playing Sundays, find his matchup. He typically plays well there. Oh um, really? 
Oh, yeah. if he's not, yeah, I don't know about that. His, Sun, his oh, Sunday, his Sunday matchups. I remember last year I hit like five or six in a row. Maybe um, Sunday's hmm. different for you on the East Coast. It's the day. It's <laughs> good in the day Canada. That's Saturday about before Monday, right? But yeah, but um, yeah, no, that's terrible. I mean, I I will say to Sal too when you were saying the four foot putt. How oh. many guy? How many guys miss putts inside four feet? I mean, I had. Can't lay all over the place yesterday. He missed like a two foot shot. He missed mm-hmm. another one a little bit later, like four feet. I think Hovland too, at one point, you know, they turned the TV, we had the TV on Darren and I, and like a five foot putt he's missing. So a lot of short putts. Yeah, Sal, I think I sent, I sent to you guys on the on those two days, Rory on the par fours combined, plus eight. Oh yeah, yeah. The freaking oh. worst. The worst in the world. You know, I like when I go to heaven or wherever I go, I hope there's a statistician. I'm probably not going to heaven, but uh, wherever I go, there's got to be a statistician. I want to know, you know, when they show like the percentage of putts made inside five feet and it's always like 98.7 or something. I was like, percentage of putts made when I need the guy inside five feet. It's got to be about 16 or 17 percent, somewhere in there. Gross, Rory. Gross. All right, Brian, what's your betting? Oh, uh, well, I, I have a few of the, I, I think I had a few of them. Like I said, Cantley killed me. Um, but the one that, I, again, I, I can't complain about this. I know Harry lost this way the other day, but I had, I had a really weird bet on the third round. I think I actually, in all honesty, I thought I was betting. I don't know what I was doing. I wasn't really looking at it. I thought I bet Sung JM in a three ball um, versus Tiger and Thomas Peters. That's what I thought I bet. But I immediately realized I quickly just, I wasn't even looking and I bet um, Sung Jam over those two guys, but par threes in the third round. So whoever has the best score on four, like there's four par threes, whoever has the best score on those wins. So I had Sung Jam mm-hmm. at pl- plus 140. Now, after the first two, he's up three strokes on both guys. He's one under, Tiger and Peters are both two over. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of, because of the weather, Bet's voided out. What? Bet's really? Bet's void. Yeah, that's how it works in the like a lot of those things. Like you oh have to finish God. the round on that day. So, oh, so I was like, I said that's worse than losing a bet. I would have rather mm. just lost the bet because I'm yeah. like, I mean, I know it's a push and I get money, but whatever. But I don't care. This um, all so sucks. I had, I had that, sucks. and then the other one I had is um, Shakur Stevenson. He was fighting Saturday night. I know there's great <laughs> UFC fights, but he was mm-hmm. fighting on ESPN on Saturday night against this guy Yoshino. I had bet. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take him to win round seven to twelve was plus three fifty. I thought that was good value. Now Yoshino gets knocked down in the second. He gets knocked down mm-hmm. in the fourth. Now in the sixth round, I've never seen this before. It's just really a regular exchange between the guys. The guy guy gets hit, doesn't get hurt at all. It's just like a regular little punch. The ref with like a minute thirty left in the sixth round just stops it. Like Whoa. it wasn't like it, if you watch the replay, you might say, "Look, this guy had no shot of winning. He was never going to win this fight. It didn't matter." Which I agree with. It, but if you're betting that fight, just watch that sixth round. No standing eight. He just got between them and stopped. No, it. but it was like a regular. It, Sal, it was so such a light shot. And it wasn't it wasn't the last it, of a just, bunch of no, flurry it, that he didn't it, wasn't responding to. It wow. was it wasn't even the corner the corner was arguing it. It made no sense. And again, I get protecting the fighters and right, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. Protect the gamblers for God's sake. Protect sakes. the gamblers yeah. exactly. I had KO. I had plus three fifty seventh or twelve. That was going to mm. end. 
that was going right. to end the next round or two. So that All just right. sucked. But watch, I tell you, just watch the end of that sixth round and you'll be like, how the hell did they stop this fight? Jeez. It didn't make any sense. I got to go back. Sense. Not enough misery in my life. I'm going to go back and watch. All right, Harry, uh, back to the golf real quick. And then we got to stop talking golf. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's back to the golf. Uh, the only tickets I, I mean, mentioned, the only tickets I cashed during the entire match was I checked was my withdrawal tickets on with Zalatoris. I was 0 for 16 <laughs> in other bets. Wow. Uh, and they ranged from anywhere from 50 cents to $150. Mm. And for some reason, before I left for Dallas on Friday, instead of taking Cantlay, who I gave out uh, under 16 and a half uh, place finishes, which finished 14th, which is a winner. And I could have taken the top 20, mm -hmm. which I should have done. I took Justin Thomas top 20 and he just sucked Saturday morning bogey after bogey after bogey in the second uh, nine and doesn't even make the cut bogeys like the last two out of three right. doesn't make the cut. I don't even I took him top 20 at 150 bucks. Not only did he screw me, he doesn't even make it to the week. It doesn't even make it to the round three. Wow. Oh, for 16. Even yeah. I won a golf bet. I'm looking. Can well, we, actually, can no, we, no, I didn't. One. actually, I didn't. I didn't know. Can, didn't can we talk I'm about that, wow. fi that 50 yeah. cent bet, though? Well, there, there, there were 15, 50 cent. Let's face it, Brian. They were all 50 cents, except 50 for the one. Well, JT at 150 bucks. What a 50, scumbag. Every, what are you whenever betting? I take him, he never does anything for me. When I go against him, he always, he always. They were out. all 50 cents and the 150 was something he put in for Ken. Let's face it. That's how what it was. was. What was the 50 cent bet? Somebody to win? Like, bet, like, 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 like some guys, to one like 50 cents at like 300 to one. Right, that maybe right. you know, oh, that were like 10 right. shots back. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Um, we know. All right. Listen, <laughs> let's take a break. The gambling is not over. We're going to fix this up because this is the time I made money on the NBA playoffs. I somehow did, right? I bet the minus nine and a half both sides. And like oh, 60, yeah. That's right. 60, that's 64% of the teams won by double digits. Uh, mm. Games were decided. Mm. All right. So this is where <laughs> this is where I get it all back. Let's take a quick break. Give some uh, love to Caesars. <laughs> Maybe. Your very first bet with Caesars Sportsbook, it's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code OmahaFull, O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. -L. Then place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Well, let's talk about this Dallas tank job Friday night. And, you know, I already said goodbye to this bet uh, like a couple weeks ago. I hedged uh, very little to get out of it. But I had Dallas to make the playoffs, again, on a five-teamer where four of them easily make the playoffs, like Denver, Philadelphia, Boston. Whatever. I don't even remember what it was. But he, not, didn't have to sweat it at all. Just needed Dallas to make the playoffs. Probably three and a half weeks ago, they had a stranglehold on the sixth seed. They have Kyrie Irving on the team, and then they just cut losing, losing, losing. So we fast forward to Friday night. They're 10 and a half. What are they? They're a half game out of the 10th, right? Um, and they decide that's it. We're done. We're not chasing the 10 uh, because if we stay out of the 10 and stay out of the playoffs, we don't have to give up our draft pick to the Knicks which they freaking should have, right? It was a it was a protected pick. And so Luca, first of all, there's so many good things about this. Luca says he's only going to play a quarter. And so they make his over on there at 11 and a half, 11 and a half points. And he took every shot in that quarter and he got to 11. And then he comes out for the second quarter, one play, gets like a put back basket and then takes himself out. So that goes over. That's weird. Uh, NBA is investigating just the whole thing for them not making the playoffs, not playing, trying to get into that seven to ten. I don't know, Paulie Kid. What do you think this punishment should be? Is Mark Cuban just going to get fined an amount that won't hurt him? So it's a tough question. I personally, if it was up to me, I think um, I think Brian mentioned this. I'm not saying the Knicks should get the draft pick, but may they just lose their draft pick this year? I, I don't know what the answer is. It makes no sense what they did. I still can't figure out why Luca even played a quarter. Right. Like what? What did that to yeah, me that is the biggest too. mystery of it all? What was the sense of that? Like, it's like maybe like unless Vegas is making a call saying, "Hey, we need to have you have a over under one last time." That that's not happening. So, I think it's like I think it well, maybe it was like a partial protest. Like, all right, Mark Cuban, fine. You want to lose? I'm not. I'm not going all in on this. I'm at least playing a quarter. I don't want to be blamed. But was, even a quarter he, is nothing. Like, did I he have know. a games limit that he had to play in? Like, the, I don't know. I don't. Oh, maybe uh, for, it, for, for a so bonus. I, I haven't read that. The whole situation stinks to me. This something's got to come down on the Mavs. Cubans already had issues within that organization. Now this, it's a terrible look. Um, mm-hmm. You know, well, bro, maybe it's what, time what, for him to what, sell this team. What's he, the investigation? Like, they, they already admitted this is what they're doing. Like, okay, the NBA is going to investigate because we have to maintain our integrity. Like, there's no investigation. They, they exa- said exactly what they're doing here. And so the question is, do you chase the 10 seed and then win two one and duns to get into the playoffs potentially, which is doable. I don't care what anyone says, how bad they've been. That's doable. If you have a star, right? Like Luca and Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, like if this was the Rockets, I'd say, no, okay. I understand this. Or do you give up and retain that pick that was supposed to go to the Knicks? Uh, I, I don't know what, what to do. Or does Mark Cuban say before this series, like, Hey, I'm going to expose this dumb rule, this loophole NBA, you give me money. 
to uh, try to win this game. I, I, mm-hmm. How far can it get, really? Yeah, no, it's 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 really interesting. I mean, the fact that Jason, I mean, Jason Kidd, if anything, I mean, I, I like Jason Kidd's interviews about it. Like you could tell he probably didn't want he didn't want to do this, but he's kind of like it's right for the organization to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I hope is, look, there's like a 15 percent chance. I think there's like a 15 percent chance they drop from 10 to 11. Right. Like what has to happen in order for them to drop? Mm-hmm. Either the 11 through four, one of those teams have to jump, jump them and get into the, they have to get into the top of the lottery and then they'll fall back. But so there's like a 15% chance. I think that happens something right. like that. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah if, if David Stern was commissioner, he would have maybe rigged the lottery for this. Um, yeah. But it's yeah, so no, crazy. I, it's just I too think, much you know, stuff. I, I know. I mean, it was, it was Ridiculous. the most blatant tanking. Look, it, look, I think well, that's the, pro- the key. It's the most blatant, but there's other tanking goes on. Like the Rockets, oh, like I said, they're not every, good, but they haven't really been trying. Everybody for tanks, you know, so, and I think yeah. that's that's my concern with they might just give Cuban a big fine and be like, you just got to be quiet because right. if yeah. they start doing picks, then I could see Cuban complaining about the other tank jobs, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden everybody's calling everybody out, and then it's ugly for the league. Mm. It's not good for the league. So I could see I, just millions of dollars that they fine him, but – it should be the pick. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was so egregious what they did. Right. Yeah. All right. So and, I did make a little. I, I did have a hundred on the Bulls at plus eight in the game, but when the game went off and went to a pick, that was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was a good yeah. one. I, I, I plus eight for a hundred. Yeah, against the that was Dallas. Yeah, right. So because they were plus two twenty actually when they were down five and everybody right. was about to sit. I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, people have made out on this deal like. Uh, we saw something I sent to you guys. Like somebody had a parlay with all player props under points, and that what was the game yesterday? I think it was also Bulls yesterday. Where uh, was it Orlando? Heat, I'm, I'm not heat sure. Game? The Miami Heat game. A Heat game, right? Yeah, the Heat uh, yeah. in a game that didn't matter, and you just go player props under for um, these couple of games where nobody's going to play. So anyway, uh, apparently these play-in games they are going to try. And we have the number eight seed Hawks at the number seven Heat. It's four and a half is the over under. One of my remaining um, bets I have is uh, hmm. Hawks to not make the playoffs at two to one. Still got a chance there, I guess. Uh, and then the T Wolves, number eight at the seven Lakers. Hmm. Lakers couldn't quite jump the Warriors or the Clippers. And that now has gone from five and a half to seven and a half point favorite. This is all, the, those are Tuesday games. Uh, largely in part to Rudy Gobert punching teammate Kyle Anderson during a timeout. He was sent home by the team, suspended by the team. Right, Bri? And the league? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, so, it said Minnesota suspended him. I thought I saw it right before we jumped on. So he's going to miss this game. And we all saw it was barely a punch. It was actually if you are like demonstrating how to throw a jab and you like ju- you just put it out there and maybe give yeah. it like a little, little, little tug <laughs> yeah. at the end. I don't know. So it was like a slow motion jab. Uh, thing I found interesting was this uh, Torian Prince, how he got up and shoved Gobert. And it wasn't like just to separate that. It was just like, it was almost like he was waiting for him to do it all year. Like I get, get my hands on this MFR, but is he yeah. the worst teammate in sports? I mean, I think I'd rather have that tree fall on me at Augusta <laughs> uh, on my team. Well, it's than a, Rudy Gobert. He definitely gives off that vibe, Sal. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm not sure if, we could. Uh, I, I did like his response. I mean, he was on Twitter, or at least uh, his apology. Uh, mm-hmm. That was nice. But uh, it just. When was the last time we heard somebody come out and say that he's a great teammate? We, we've heard, in fact, the quite the opposite over the years. And right. Um, 
Actions, actions speak louder than words, right? So and yeah. his actions have shown he's a seems to be a crummy teammate, Sal. Yeah, yeah, he really does. I don't know, Harry, if there's anyone worse, but uh the 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 rest of the team doesn't like him, that's for sure. Torian Prince taking a shot they at have him. That happen at this time of the year uh, when you have this and you know, your season's basically on the line. Yeah. Crazy stuff. And he has to know that everybody's betting the race to 10 on Tuesday, as we certainly are. And it would be helpful to know if he was taking the opening tip against Anthony Davis. But now, well, I guess we do know he's not. Um, we've lost, what, three or four in a row, Bri, on race to 10? Three, I think. Only three? three? Yeah. Right. Seems yeah. like seven it seems or eight. Seems like more, but we, yeah, we lost a few bet. Well, we lost hmm. two, of the, two of the three were bad ones. Last week was so brutal. UConn yeah. won every race. To except yep. the one to ten. So now, and the, the one Lakers, before the same thing happened in the game before we did. They who was won, it? Pelicans, right? Uh, oh, right, right. was one from yeah. twenty to twenty to eighty. I right. think, too. That's yeah. right. We had it all. All right. So I think the Lakers <laughs> are minus one forty-eight. The T Wolves are plus one sixteen. Plus one sixteen. I'm not touching this. Harry, you 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 guys pick. I don't know. I haven't picked one. I kind of have a I kind of have a lean on this. You're one going T Wolves. Uh, I know you're taking T Wolves. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone's going <laughs> to Lakers are minus 148. I like, don't it, like Harry. that. I'm Definitely with you. don't like the Lakers as a favorite in general. Yeah. Uh, everyone's going to be against them because of this Timberwolves situation. Mm-hmm. Let's take the Timberwolves. Okay. Plus the money. All right. I, what I, I do. I do think it galvanizes the team, right? Mm-hmm. With the Scobert thing. I think it, I like it, Harry. I like okay. it. Okay. Let's do it. What the hell does it matter at this point? <laughs> Plus one sixteen. San Diego State won. Uh, yeah. The the Wednesday game. One that's a big dog. The Wednesday games. Uh, Bulls ten seed at Raptors nine seed. That's four and a half points. Toronto's favored and uh, Thunder ten seed at the Pelicans. That's uh, Pelicans minus five. So we'll hit those uh, as we progress throughout the week. I'll I'll quickly go over these um these uh, individual winners. Embiid points per game was plus three fifty. He won that. That seemed, well, why don't we have that? That's easy enough. Harden assists per game was plus 175. I think I had Luca for that. I lost that. Uh, Sabonis rebounds per game was six to one odds. That paid. Clay total threes, uh, I saw at 30 to one, but I had I had average per game. I don't know why this was a total. Like I had, uh, oh, wow. this is one I won. Steph uh, averaged more threes per game. So that was a win. The big payout was uh, Ag Anunobi steals per game, 39 to one, Bri. That would have been a good one. Ooh. And wow. uh, Jaron Jackson blocks Man. per game paid five to one. So uh, let's move to Major League Baseball. Mets lose Sunday. They take two or three from the Marlins. Marte day to day with the next strain. Darvish and Scherzer tonight brings back bad memories of game one. Mets lost that seven to one on their way to being eliminated. Uh, what else about the Mets? That's enough. The Yankees take two or three from Baltimore. Judge with two more. Thanks, Parlicky, for not uh, texting us every time Judge hits. I was one. I was thinking about it. <laughs> well, he has four. It's not five like Pete Alonzo, but four is nice. Um, so that's yeah. good. Meanwhile, on the other side, I, I, I'm starting to feel bad. Do you think I'd feel good about this? Anthony Volpe batting 143. It's sad what's become of this kid. Really sad. Aaron <laughs> Boone's got a tough decision this week and the for the for the month. So I don't know, Parley kid. What do, what's your threshold here? No, I, I, it's it's limitless for this kid. So I, oh wow! I'm not worried about this kid at all. I think it's uh-huh. only a matter of uh, a week or two before he puts together like a two or three hit performance and goes on a run. Um, he seems unfazed by it all. So 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with this kid, what he's doing. Yeah. He's got no it's pressure because pe- people like you, he'll bat 036 and they'll they'll keep him around. So, of course, he's unfazed. There's no, there's no pressure. <laughs> he's got to take some of the pressure the Parley kid has. All right, Yanks Guardians tonight. The Rays, by the way, Parley kid, I, I agreed with you when you said enough is enough with this team. Oh, I can't uh, believe it. For the season, right. what do we bet them not to make the playoffs? Yeah. What did I have, though? I think I had division, right? Plus 350, though, for them. Oh, two in the division. Brian, yeah. they're 9 yeah. and 0. I don't know. This is a ridiculous team. I know it well, helps. Not only 9 and 0, so yeah. haven't they won each game by four plus runs or more? It's insane. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to say fit plus 57, Darren. In, in run differential. Next closest in the AL is the Yankees at just plus 19. They lead the AL in hitting the majors at homers, RBIs, and ERA. ERA, there you have a 1.89 ERA. All right, I got to look at this. Next closest is the Twins at two and a half. But let's face it. I mean, they've yes. been gifted. Right. I mean, I, the schedule they have started with. Couldn't have been, easier. Uh, Nationals and Rays are probably the two worst teams, and that's six in a row right there, right? Uh, the last six. Uh, yeah. National Nationals and, and, and the Tigers yeah. before that. So yeah, it's yeah. it's it, it was a gift, but they're still handling mm-hmm. business, uh, uh, you know, at an elite level. So um, it's hard to say. Uh, they obviously, you know, uh, are going to lose some games here, but yeah, I, I like I I said this before. Whoever is running this uh, that organization, whoever are the people that are behind the scenes. Mm-hmm need to be picked up by some of these other organizations that also have low payrolls. Like what are they doing? And especially in the American league East to compete year in and year out, uh, they do an unbelievable job. You know what? I just looked it up because I didn't know who was running them either. It's Mark Cuban. So I don't know. We never hear about (laughs) it. Um, yeah, so their, their opponents are what babyface seven and twenty one. I, I know the A's have like a, a over a seventy RA, terrible, but just as individuals, you look at it. Arazzo Reina, eleven RBIs, and he played in that World Baseball Classic. He looked dialed in there. Wanda Franco, four homers, nine RBIs, three fifty. But yeah, it's guys like Springs and Rasmussen who both have thirteen or more innings pitched, zero ERA, and then Eflin and McClanahan are, are good too. So. Uh, I don't know what to say. Maybe the Rays play uh, eventually. Eventually, they'll have to play someone decent, right? Um, yeah. And then we can they're root against them. Plus, they're plus plus one eighty right now to win the division. What were they when you got them? Three fifty. Plus three fifty. Wow! Yeah. Wow! It's a huge sell, drop. Sell that on prop luck. Go get it. <laughs> um, football news: uh, The Ravens signed Odell Beckham Jr. And so that Anthony Brown ODB hookup is going to be uh, dynamite to watch. But no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They talk about, oh, well, this is maybe Lamar. Now he has to sign now and they know they know Lamar is going to sign. And he did the picture in picture uh, FaceTime thing with Lamar. I still am of the opinion that I don't think there's one wide receiver who makes Lamar Jackson shine. Maybe a Tyreek Hill, but I don't know if it's Odell. I don't know if this makes a difference. We're getting close to, you know, like they have to decide in like the next two and a half weeks. Right. But if not by the first day of the draft, what the hell are they going to do here? Um, so, so, uh, we're done talking about this soon, Bri, but, um, what do you think he's coming back? I mean, it makes you think it right. What for uh-huh. the organization? I know, I know it's like a one year deal, but why are you bringing him in for what, how much are they giving him? It's a lot for the one year, right? It's 10. It could be 15, but it right? could be up to 15, right? It's a lot yeah. considering. Right. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing. It's a, it's a weird thing. I don't know what Lamar necessarily does for OBJ. I don't know what OBJ does for Lamar and, yeah, right. You you have to bring Lamar back at this point. 
I mean, they yeah. must have. They had to give OBJ like a an assurance, right, that he's going to be their quarterback. Otherwise, why is he here? He should I mean, be Lamar. Maybe he should be Lamar's agent. Maybe that's why uh, he's there. All right. If, if he unless, got 10 to 15 million himself. I mean, I guess there's always a possibility like you could have an in-season trade, I guess, if you don't, you know, mm-hmm. some, somebody yeah. might be willing to trade for OBJ for, for true, a healthy true. That's eight, true. Good point. eight weeks, yeah. I guess. Right, right. But, but why? It, the, the, the whole thing doesn't make sense. I have no idea what wide receivers are worth, right? When we gave a, what what we get a fifth for Cooper, Parley kid, and then all the wide receivers started making forty million a year. Right, I think it was like Kirk who who set the wheels in motion for insane wide receiver contracts. Yep. Um, uh, One thing's for sure, it's not affecting the Caesars odds. The Ravens are still, Mm. what are they here? Thirty to one to win the Super Bowl, plus two seventy. To win the division. Now, I didn't know this. Did you guys know Caesars has odds up for the individual awards in the NFL? Not just MVP. Yeah, it's good. And one of them, of course, this is, by the way, they have all the first drafted positions for uh, for all the teams. We got to start looking at this. This Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It's not pretty. It's too much. Raiders Two corner. weeks from this Thursday, right? It's getting there. Well, yeah, sell, that's sell. what I mean. They got to do this already. Yeah. So Raider, Raiders, cornerback or lineman, what, what are those odds? Uh, oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Um, now that you uh, said it. Well, they, they do defensive line. Oh, you're saying offensive lineman? Offensive, offensive lineman line. plus 375. Oh, and then what's cornerback? It's probably like for the Raiders. I, I don't, they don't um, recognize it as a position here. I don't know why it's not. Kicker, <laughs> kicker punter, long snapper, running Interesting. back, linebacker, tight end, wide receiver, offensive line, defensive lineman, edge, defensive. Oh, defensive back. Sorry. I'm an idiot. Plus 170. Oh, uh, they're, going, qu- they're going quarterback is plus 160. That's the top. Really? Odds, uh, For the Raiders? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. People I feel will like buy, people will buy that like ticket. The, I guess so. Yeah. I feel like the Raiders what about are the Cowboys quarterback wow. or line. Well, the Raiders, you got to go the opposite of what you think, though, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Kicker, punter, long snapper. Well, plus, they might Ca- trade the Cowboys. Pick. What do you what think is for it? a favorite? Uh, it sounds crazy, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's like uh, a defensive line, maybe. Yeah, Cowboys. so that's tied at the top. Defensive what's running, line, what's running back? edge is two what's to one, and, and tight <laughs> and what's tight wrong? end is t- tight end is two to one. Well, what's running, running back? Running though? back's not that far down. Plus five fifty. Oh, we're you can, betting can that. do anything. That's stupid. Don't do that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, do I mean, I, I guess it's going to happen with Rodgers to the Jets. I'm looking at the Jets on Caesars have the uh, yeah. Uh, the fourteen to one for, to win the Super Bowl, like they're the sixth. Oh yeah! Um, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, they're sick. They've right? been sixth for a while. Yeah, that's baked in. Have they in. been? I yeah, haven't even baked, noticed it's that. It's baked in. That pick has been baked in since I that's think. Really, uh, the, yeah, the I guess it's going to happen around draft night. That but one thing come out. that jumped out to me for these individual awards was comeback player of the year. Who do you think is favored, Harry? Comeback player of the year, NFL. It's Lamar. Lamar Jackson on that list. He is on the list. Is that who you think? I guess so. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. It's Demar Hamlin minus one twenty-five. I feel like mm. I want to bet that now. That guy suits up at all, mm. right? He's uh, getting it. Well, yeah. the fact that Alex Smith uh, got it, right? right? Exactly. The one year of just oh. for basically suiting up. Absolutely, Demar Hamlin wins. The, right. Hey, everybody's gonna vote for that guy. Uh, minus right. one twenty-five. Lamar is ten to one, and Odell is twenty-five to one. If uh, you want to jump on the, that that combo. Uh, if, if they're even a combo. Yeah, you're but essentially anyway. you're essentially just you're playing that he plays this year, right? Like exactly. that, that's yeah, all it that's is. It. That, yeah. That's yeah, what that's that it. Is. I, I yeah. wonder 
Yeah, that's all. Minus 125. You want to win? Wow. There you go. Okay. Uh, you want more <laughs> wins? Stick around after the break. We'll have our play of the day. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, listen, you know, I came on this podcast a Thursday or Friday, Brian, I think I said like, you know, if you, if you lose money, just, just bet the Dodgers, you'll get it back within a couple of days. Well, yeah. <laughs> a couple went to a few, a few went to three. Now we're on the fourth Dodgers lose three in a row to the Diamondbacks Crazy. and just pitching just fell apart. I'm putting them on a parlay today. Uh, I, I just. You know, I, I like Urias. He's at Webb at San Francisco. He's four and one with a 0.9 ERA against the, yep. the 49ers, the Giants uh, last year. So that's my win there. I'm parlaying it with the Astros, who are four and six. They lost five of the last seven, now facing the Pirates, who are hot, red hot for the Pirates, by the way. I think everything calms down a little there. Chaz McCormick started to hit yesterday. Framber Valdez gets the start. Dodgers, Astros parlay pays plus 151. Uh, Polly yep. kid, you got uh, baseball too. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't put the Braves with this, uh, Sal either, uh, because, um, it's kind of like what you're saying with the Dodgers. I mean, the Braves just got smacked around by the Padres, uh, three straight games. Right. Uh, here. Well, you know right why that happened. First place Padres. Harry, Harry ditched them and now the Braves are in. Uh, exactly. Remember, Harry did ditch them. <laughs> he so, did. I did. Uh, he did ditch them. Amazing. <laughs> Salatoris. And they're doing it with their slug pitchers the now. Year. San Diego, as soon as Harry jumps off the bandwagon, revitalized. Right. Uh, it's just, it's amazing how that all 6,500, D. <laughs> it's amazing. I think we were doing the podcast. They were losing the game, the Padres, and Harry, uh, to the Braves, when Harry officially yeah. jumped off. They just blew it 7-6. Right. So it was that game on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Or, yeah. Amazing. So I'm, I'm taking the Braves just to rebound off of three bad losses. They're playing a, mm. uh, a bad team uh, in the Reds. I'm going minus one and a half tonight, so I am taking that at right. plus 105. Bryce Elder on the mound for the Braves did not allow a run in his first start. The Braves' mm -hmm. bats have really uh, really slowed down over the last few games. They pick it back up tonight. I think they win uh, a relatively uh, comfortable game today over the okay. Reds at home. The Reds are traveling there. Everything, everything's in the Braves' favor. And, you know, so these good teams – Mm -hmm. Right. It's a great time to jump on the Dodgers. It's a great time to jump on, oh, to jump yeah. on the Braves. And like you're <laughs> saying, the Astros, I would parlay the three of those teams tonight. So, well, I was going to, but I'm like, I'm going to go one for two on my two team parlay. What do I care if I go two for three? So <laughs> it's still a loss. Uh, Babyface, what do you think of this Harry jinx? I didn't even realize it, it was happening before our very eyes. I mean, we're already we're only a week into the season. Harry's been on and off more teams quicker than Carlos Correa. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Bring on your Mets. They start tonight, Sal. And uh, like Correa, he's going to have trouble passing the physical. So I think yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of on. Uh, all right, Harry. Go ahead. I'm kidding, Harry. Take take uh, take some hockey tonight. What do you like? 
right. Uh, let's go. The Minnesota Wild at minus one and a half goals tonight at minus 115. The silver shot of the Central Division. Three and overs versus the Blackhawks this year. The Blackhawks, this is one of the worst, Darren, this is one of the worst Blackhawks teams oh. of all time. They are one in 10 in their last 11. The Blackhawks last 20 losses. The last 20 losses, 18 of them have been by two goals or more. Chicago last 12 games have scored more than three goals just once. Give me the wild minus one and a half at minus 115. I think that's a bargain. All right. Now things are getting crazy here. So. As far as the parlay kid and brother Bry and Mikey Meatballs and Damashek and and uh, well not spaghetti but just those four are concerned this this race is really crazy so there's two games left right the Penguins are a point behind the Islanders and Florida right the Panthers mm-hmm. and the the Panthers and Islanders play tonight. And brother Bry, you are going. Uh, Islanders play the Capitals. I'll get it together. Yeah, I'm going to Capitals. Okay, yep. so you got you got the Caps under goal scored. You won't pull yeah, the trigger also, on the Islanders. Well, uh, I will say my my EP pick was Islanders Panthers. I, I think both those teams come out and they win tonight. I, I don't know if any of these teams are going to lose the next three games. Uh, probably kids yeah. all over that too. But I was looking at the Capitals two under two and a half goals, minus one twenty one. Look, Ilya Sorokin may be the best goalie in, in the NHL. Without him, the Islanders aren't even in this playoff race right now. He's been mm-hmm. really hot of late. He's stopped fifty seven of fifty eight shots over his last two games. He's given up two or fewer goals in five of his last six. Actually, he's given up one goal or fewer in four of his last six. Um, only nine nine goals in total in those six games. Yeah. Uh, the Islanders, Islanders really buckled down on, on def- defensively the last two games. I mean, Darren and I were at the game Thursday. They did it again against the Flyers on Saturday. Um, so I don't, I don't see. I mean, I think this could and, be a low scoring game overall, but I, I don't see the Capitals scoring and, that much here. Bri, so under two and a half. To go along with that prize, supposedly this morning at the skate there was no Ovechkin and no Oshie. Okay, yeah. If they yep. weren't skating, they're probably not playing. So yep. Mm. yep. Like interesting. It. All right. Well, you're gonna lose three two in overtime then. No. Uh, <laughs> well, I do I'm looking at it. First of all, I I have Pittsburgh at three to one to not make the playoffs. So of course I need I need both these teams to win, but it scares me that they're both like minus one forty, right? The Islanders and Florida tonight. I'm like, oh, yeah, crap. not as much as they somebody's going to blow it. Somebody's going to blow it. And the the Penguins, as you mentioned, are definitely winning that last game against Columbus. Columbus could put eight guys on the ice; it won't matter, right? Like that. That yeah. team is just yeah. They're yeah. winning. I think they're winning. Actually, I mean, the Islanders really need three points out of these last two games, and then they they Meatballs they the called it. He said they have to go four and zero or three zero and one. And Damashek's like, we're not going to run the table. It's like, yeah, these are. Uh, Penguins against Chicago is the only chance I think of of them tying or losing or getting a point or less there. So uh, it's going to be interesting. So that's Tuesday, Thursday. Islanders end. Islanders have Monday, Wednesday. Florida has Monday, Wednesday. Is that how it goes? Yeah, Yeah, but the Islanders end with Montreal on Wednesday. There you go. Those are our picks. UFC recap. Parley Kid, you fell asleep. You fell asleep. Missed the whole thing. It's so I, you know, late. I, dri- it's I was so late you know, on I drove the East Coast. About yeah. nine hours of driving on Saturday. I got home uh, and I just fell asleep. I missed uh, uh, every single fight. The, pretty the, much, the so. fight is in Miami. Like, why is it late for the home? Cr- like, who cares? Why are they making it so damn late where the main event goes off? Uh, somebody, like I don't know. 12, I, I don't understand when it's something. on the East Coast. Why would, would it right. just be at a yeah. normal time? I hate to say I like it late. 
Oh, I know you do. You hate I when like, you come out I here like and everything's it. over by 1030. Oh, you have a that fit. Dr yeah. That drives me nuts. That's the one thing on the West Coast. <laughs> I will say, look, if I lived out so, there, maybe it's better because I would get to do something. It's the best thing in the world. Right. I get, well, the early, I, I get yeah. it. I get it. It's If I was living there, it's definitely better. But if I'm traveling there, I'm hanging out with you guys and all of a sudden games are over by 730. I'm like, this sucks. What else are we going right. to do here? Right? Meatballs, what's better? You've been out here over a year now. What what What's better? East Coast is the superior time. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. What the hell time do you go to the gym then, Michael? Like midnight? <laughs> what do you, I don't understand. Michael is, up, Michael is up probably later than all of us, so. Yeah, By the yeah. way, I, I, I don't know who's in the office today, but I sent yeah. Michael a box of Reggie bars to bring oh, into the wow. office. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hold yeah. on. Don't eat all of those, Michael. I know how crazy you can get when people send sweets, but... uh. Let, let's save some for a cap of consequence down the road. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll figure yeah. something. He's got something a whole out. box of them. So oh, that's good. That's, that's good. Yep. Uh, but real quick, Adesanya uh, against Pereira, that was that was nice. He took like he rope a dope, took four solid shots, kicks and punches, and then just unloaded. Right, Brian. That was that. Yeah. The only thing I would say is like the announcers were like how, talking about almost how much better he was in this fight, which I didn't necessarily agree with. Like, no, it was close. Because look. I mean, the first so, round yeah. was close. I think actually that all three judges actually gave it to Adesanya, even though I didn't necessarily think he won that round. But Pereira was on his way to winning the second round. But it was the first fight Adesanya was dominating, kind of. He, mm. he, he almost knocked him out at the end of the first round in that fight. So it wasn't like that wasn't there. I mean, it's just that he's so scary, Pereira, when he's in the ring, because you, you mm. think he could knock you out at any point in time. I mean, kudos to him for actually knocking him out, but. Did you I, I think, yeah, did you think Burns was going to get screwed a little? I was like, this uh, this has a bad feeling of it. There's a pro-Trump crowd. Pro, I don't know what the judges are going. Like, <laughs> but, it, but I think he, did he win two out of, did he win 29? No, no, he had he two 30, 30, 27s he, in there. Yeah, yeah right? two of them. Yeah. I so once he I won. heard that, it was like, okay. He won, yeah, yeah, I thought he won all three rounds pretty easily. Yeah. And he was, the crazy thing about those fights too is like, Gilbert Burns, I mean, Gilbert Burns, I think, is one of the most well-rounded UFC fighters. But, I mean, he's yeah. outstriking Masvidal like crazy in that fight, especially late. Like, that should yeah. never happen. Masvidal shouldn't be getting outstruck. I mean, I get the well, wrestling part. but It might never happen again because he apparently retired. Which, yeah, yeah let's face it. He's going to fight four more times, Masvidal. He's not done. <laughs> yeah, he's not done. He's going to run out of money in three weeks, uh, <laughs> much like I did with these uh, the Masters. And uh, what else? NCAA tournament. We're going to get it right back, Polly Kid, with the NBA playoffs coming up. We have race to 10 tomorrow. We are on, who are we on? Minnesota, Harry? Plus 116. Wolves, baby. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do on. it. Break the streak. Do that. We'll have a trivia question up there, and we uh, and you can play along for $50. And we're really going to win. So we're giving away that $50 tomorrow night, race to 10, Lakers, Minnesota. We're going Minnesota, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.